Hello and welcome to Diminishing Returns. Ooh. It's, a, it's, an, it's an odd week today. It's a weird um, one. My name is Alan. I'm joined by Sol here as always. Hello. And Alan. we have our listeners. Have our very special guest, Calvin Dyson. Hello. Mm. Oh, Calvin Dyson. Mm. Oh. Always a pleasure, Calvin. <laughs> no, thank you for having me here. But you're here you're here because we need you in an official capacity. The the OG uh, diminisher. We need you here to, for something of a chapter break, uh, right. shall we say, in the life of this podcast. Because this is not a normal episode, everyone, I'm afraid. No, no, sorry. This is, uh, it's not goodbye, it's it's simply um, <laughs> adieu. <laughs> well, it's goodbye, but we're going to come back. I mean, that's kind of what, you know. Yes. See you uh, later. Goodbye forever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yes, basically... We've been doing this podcast for about six years now. 2016, we start June, was it? 2016, something like that? Yes. Yeah. And Gosh. so last last year, we, we kind of went down from an episode every week yeah. to an episode every two weeks, although we were still producing diminisodes. To try and keep so we things manageable. Keeping weekly because, content. Because um, it's a lot of work, producing the thing, trying to get yeah. guests, editing it. Editing's the big fucker. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the, the long and short of it is... We need a break. We're having a little hiatus. This is the end of series one of Diminishing Returns. I've got a vitamin D deficiency, so I'm really tired. That is a factual (laughs) factual statement. That's that's an actual thing. So I need to build up my vitamin D levels so I'm not as tired. So I've got energy to uh, get us some stonking guests for the... Um, So yeah, this is the end, guys, (laughs) if you can believe it. This is the end of season one of Diminishing Returns. Yes. This is like when EastEnders had to take a break because of COVID and they were like... <laughs> Did they? Series, yeah, they were like, series two will begin like <laughs> in a month or something. And it was like, wait a minute, what? <laughs> series one has been 35 well, years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly what we're doing. Season one was uh, the first 182 episodes <laughs> of Diminishing Returns. And season two will be the next... 10 episodes probably um, <laughs> yes. hmm. no promises so the, but the current plan is to come back at a not quite specified date and do a, have a series ready to go so have some episodes in the can ready to go out 10 episodes probably we're aiming for yeah and i think when we come back i haven't checked this with you alan but i think when we what? come back we'll be going back to weekly rather than fortnightly because everything's yeah. kind of ready to go we'll just put yeah. them out weekly um but the idea it basically the idea is I want us to have like good guests and well edited, well produced content. And uh, if we were doing this every week, we would end up struggling to do that. There'd be a lot of just Alan and myself on our own. There'd be a lot of just like filler. Uh, we would end up covering all of the Ernest films in order. <laughs> and I'm not against that. Yeah, but... I know. I know there are listeners out there who would really enjoy that. But you got to think about us showing this to new people and trying to look good. So sorry, yeah. you guys are going to have to suffer <laughs> so that we can <laughs> attempt to uh, and, and really keep it our is, brand. It is more just about us having the time to do it in our lives. You know, we've things yeah, have yeah, moved yeah. on in the last few years. We've changed as people. Yeah, I do podcasts for a living and shit, and it yeah. uh, takes takes the energy out out of one's sales. We've never really recovered from Calvin leaving. To be honest. Oh, <laughs> I was thinking, wondering how long that was. Now that must have been like three or four years. Episode 110 was the last one you did. Oh, Jesus. So, like Alan says, we're going away for an undisclosed amount of time. Uh, We will be coming back, hopefully this year, 
but no promises. Uh, with season two, <laughs> we'll figure it out. <laughs> yeah, the plan is we're going to maintain a similar production schedule to what we already have, but just no longer with the pressure of actually having to hit the deadlines that we set for ourselves. So in theory, stuff will start coming out again relatively soon. But also, we need a bit of a break. But on top of that, we'll still do specials. You know. We, we've yeah. set a precedent. We do a little Halloween special for Halloween. We do a little Valentine's Day special for Valentine's Day. I think hmm. I think we're still going to put those out, and they may or may not be tied to a season. I don't know. So, you we'll know, stick around, guys. There's still going to be stuff coming out. So what I'm concerned about is that we have Patreon supporters who pay us for content. Ah, uh, well, that is that is the rub here, right? It's a good rub. It's like a nice Nando's... Uh, Happy ending rub. Piri piri garlic <laughs> rub. If you subscribe to us on Patreon, as many of you do currently, and receive bonus Diminisodes, which, you know, let's be honest, we just recorded a Diminisode that was two hours long, so the yeah. name's mm. a bit misleading. <laughs> They're still going to keep going. Mm. Uh, and you guarantee one of those every every two weeks. Occasionally we chuck out bonus stuff on top of that. And the reason for that is, it doesn't really matter if we have like a fancy celebrity guest on those or not. Uh, the quality doesn't have to be as good. <laughs> Should we phrase that in a slightly better way? <laughs> <laughs> it just—they're just—they're um, a because, lot simpler. No, because it's for, they're more intimate. Well, no, exactly. it's because it's for people who they're, are, are, the fans who are like our us. fans. They, we know that they are down with our level of humor and kind of more interested yeah, yeah, yeah. in our personalities, let's say, rather than particularly professional film review content exactly so if you enjoy the show and you enjoy us and you you're sad we're going away we're still going to be on there consistently check it out three pounds a month will get you access to those diminisodes as little as one pound a month will kind of help us out help keep the lights on help keep the uh, archive up on soundcloud uh, help us produce season two you will get stuff for that one pound a month tier you'll get access to our classic episodes you'll get the odd little treat we put up a whole bonus dumb and dumber episode uh, as an april mm. fools recently on that tier so yeah head over there patreon.com forward slash dim returns and uh the keep the party going but yeah we're going away we we've, we're talking to some pretty good guests at the minute it's just about working out the schedules so mm. you know so yeah there we go we're, we're going away for a bit we're coming back it's amazing that we've gone six years without a break frankly mm. Calvin, you'll be back, won't you, for season of two? Of course, yes. Uh, for Bond and, um, yeah, and, and for more as well, whenever you guys think that I might be an appropriate voice in the um, in the room. Ooh. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, there you go. And um, in the meantime, like I say, head over to patreon.com forward slash dim returns for more diminishing returns content. And it's pretty good, that stuff. If you've not heard our diminisodes, we talk about a lot of... Uh, modern releases in the cinemas you know we we do some little experimental things we we of course did a, a scripted comedy special comedy play japanese bond and definitely not racist liam neeson and uh just to give you an example so you know you're not taking our word for it we are now gonna play for you an entire diminisode Ooh. in its entirety mm. this is an old diminisode this went out years ago so um if you paid for it You've had exclusive access to it for years. Stop crying about it. <laughs> Get over it. Go go. keep subscribed and we're giving you new shit. We just covered Doctor Strange 2, for God's sake. Mm. Um, so, yeah, here you go. Hot a, off the presses. Here's <laughs> a classic Diminisode uh, classic. where we, we did a Q&A session. Uh, some questions sent in from 
from listeners, <laughs> including people who probably sent us questions and haven't heard this before <laughs> because they didn't sign up to our Patreon. So uh, if you're one of those people, here you go. This is a Q&A episode. I've got, I've got all your questions that you've sent in. There's been absolutely no quality control at all. <laughs> They're all in here. Oh, Christ, this is so... going to be a fucking mess, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> These idiots so asking. So I'm going I'm to root around. Don't, okay, can you, one out. don't tell us who asked the question until like after we've answered it. So then when I slag them off, Do you want it? I'll, I will feel bad about it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Question one. How did you all meet up together? Okay, that's a fair question. I'm all right, well, you can name this person because that's a sensible question. That comes from Tom Patton, friend of the show. Thank uh, you, Tom via Patton. Via our Patreon. Yes, of course. It's a good question. We met at university. We all did the same course. Um, we started in 2008, is that correct? September 2008? Yeah. Yeah. You two were 18, little spring chickens that you were. Little mm. twink Calvin over there. Uh, yeah, you were an old man. I was tw- <laughs> 24. <laughs> and back then we thought that that was like really old. <laughs> like, oh God, can you imagine when we're Alan's age? You were a mature student officially, weren't mm, you? Yeah. Meant I got a full grant. I've been dining out on that joke ever since. So, uh, so it's good, isn't it? Alan's old, but I'm... Sh- <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, mm. I remember. I don't know if you remember this, Calvin. I don't know if I've ever told you this story before, but uh, when we first, no. um, when we first, like our f- the first day, and it's like, right, come to this room, it's the big meeting of the thing. So everyone on yes. our course was there. Yes. I walked in, and I, I kind of made, I was sort of like, thought to myself, I'm going to walk in there, everyone's in the same position, nobody knows anyone, everyone's just like shitting themselves, like they don't know what they're doing. I'm going to walk in there like head held high, I'm going to sort of fake confidence and, until, and, and make oh. it, and, and get away with it. And I saw... Um, this very sort of shy, nervous-looking person, and I thought oh. I'll sit next to him because no matter what, I'll feel more confident <laughs> with him around. And that person was Calvin Dyson. <laughs> You've told us this story before, and you used the what I believe you used the phrase. He's someone I can dominate. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I may have phrased it more in a more friendly manner, now. but it was it wasn't like. Uh, like, you know, when you just sort of walk into a room, like, who shall I sit next to? Like, okay, him, I can, I can sort of talk to him and feel confident. <laughs> oh, yeah, I get that. That's nice. I'm very glad you did. It's a natural sort of like, oh, I feel like an alpha among these guys. Yeah, so I'm gonna I guess hang around. That's it. I'm gonna be a, I'm gonna be a big fish in a small pond instead of trying. Hard. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> now, from I... my perspective, I was just sat there, <laughs> nervous, like heart in my throat, like. So oh, I hope petrified. he sits next to me. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, look at that honky man! No, and then in in strides this uh, built, sort of <laughs> swaggering man <laughs> who like comes and parks himself next to me, and I think I'm going to get beaten up. Listeners, you will not know this, but Alan has quite a swagger on him. <laughs> oh yes, it's it's very like oh, to the point that he once did a film and they had to reshoot it, I believe, because his swagger. <laughs> His swagger was too funny in the crowd scene that he was in walking. The problem was, in that particular scene, we were walking down the street, but we had to make it look like we were walking further, so we were making very unnaturally small steps. But when we had to make it look like we were walking, and my my swagger was just too strong for such a thing, apparently. 
Um, now, I, I, if I recall correctly, now our our course was 70, 90 people, something like that. We got distributed into three different groups just for practical purposes. Now, Calvin and I were in the same group along with some other friends of ours. And Saul was in a different group. So I, I don't remember meeting Saul until several months into our first year. And if I recall correctly, it was because Dan Straw, who has appeared on this very fine podcast, yeah, it was, brought it was you to the, the pub quiz that we went to. That I think that's the first time I properly met you, as opposed to just another face in the crowd. I feel I feel like I feel like it was through Dan Straw, yeah. But I remember the the first night I really spent any extended time with you, and Dan's friend, who himself oh, yeah. was a bit of an odd bod, was, uh, was very was unsure of you. He was unsure of me. Over the course of the night, he kept being like, "Let's get rid of that Alan guy because he's weirding me out," <laughs> and, uh, and everyone was kind of like. Why? I don't get it. But now that I know you a bit better, I do get it. I do understand. <laughs> I mean, I'll just say you have, they have used your photograph to portray child molesters in other films. So <laughs> It wasn't a child molester, it was a rapist. An <laughs> so, you know, I, I think he was picking up on something. I think that's classic trying to undermine the alpha male in the group. You know, he was just obviously just scared of me. <laughs> well, I was trying to th- think about um, you and me, Saul, like how we first met. I can't actually remember. What, we were were we both in? Was it the animation course that really well, shoved us together? I I, I feel like nah, we, we were. I think you were we, together before then. Yeah, because we decided we were going to live with each other before animation course. Oh, was that second year the the specialisms? Yeah. 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 Oh yeah, it um, definitely was before that then. Um, I must have just been at like parties and you were just there. And was it via Dan again? I think it probably was. You and Calvin seem to have an immediate bond. One of <laughs> bully and yeah. victim, but you know, yes, it's a bond yes. <laughs> and at that point in my life, I was so sensitive <laughs> and just. I'd actually, you know what? I'm, I'm glad about the experiences we had. I think it hardened me, like that time when you killed <laughs> my nice trainers. Um, <laughs> And uh, I thought they'd been stolen, and then it turned out they were just outside my door. <laughs> but I remember having a go at you. I still think back regularly to one of the first times I was round at yours, and you got a pizza out of the oven, and then you just dropped it on the floor, face down. <laughs> <laughs> and you just looked at your pizza very sad. I still regularly think about that whenever I'm taking a pizza out of the oven. I'm like, oh, I mustn't do a count. <laughs> Yeah, well, I, mean, I remember we watched Laurel and Hardy that night, didn't we? Uh, maybe. <laughs> oh, what? Possibly. To make the night even worse. <laughs> <laughs> I, do, I, I do, for for regular listeners of the show, you will probably be aware that Sol is a bit of an insufferable asshole. He <laughs> <And laughs> was a lot worse when he was 19. And Calvin has, you know, has become a very strong, mature adult man now. But uh, oh, back when you were 18, you were... Quite the nervous Nelly, weren't you? Yeah, yeah, very yeah. sheltered. Well, we've all sort of changed, haven't we? <laughs> you wanted kids back then, Alan. Didn't <laughs> like, as in to have kids, not to, like, have sex yeah. with them. <laughs> I remember when Alan uh, asked m- my my advice on whether or not he should uh, ask his girlfriend to marry him. Oh, yeah? Oh. So, we have changed. Wouldn't think about it these days. Shall we, shall we just... I just want to specify we we met at leeds metropolitan university leeds met and we were studying film production 
Uh, yeah, so. I believe it's called Leeds Beckett now, if you yeah, wish to follow in our footsteps. It is, weirdly, yeah. yeah. Uh, but Very yeah, strange. We, were, we were film students even back then. Okay, I, I've picked another question out. You ready? Mm-hmm. Yes. What's been the worst film you've talked about on the podcast? That's Ooh. from that's from George Lowe. George Lowe's? George, George Lowe. Lowe? Lowe's? Lowe? Well, thank you, you, George. Yes or not? Yes, thank yes. you. That came via Patreon as well. Join our Facebook group, because I don't recognise your name. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's easy for me. Uh, it's Resident Evil Apocalypse, I can tell you yeah. right now, for me. What's the, oh. of, what's the official answer, Sol, in terms of ratings? And then we'll, we'll sort of give them Oh, in terms of lowest rated film. I believe film. it's AVP Requiem. Yeah, I think oh, it is. Which yeah, it is. is my worst film that we've looked at. Yeah, we, we gave that a perfect bad score. We all gave it one out of ten. Why don't you? Uh, what, what about like on a more personal level? Like, what's the sort of one that was just like, oh, I can't believe this film is just. Ugh. Um. Yeah, probably that for me. I really hate that film. Well, I've, I, as it happens, I've got a list of everything I've watched for the podcast, uh, which I oh. just updated the other day. It's currently four hundred ninety-two things on there, so I can okay. have a little look at my rating. Let's have a look. Let's see what. I've Ooh. Got. Ooh. Uh, okay, uh, my lowest rated things on here, which will be one star ratings. So my one star ratings are well, I've got The Room, which you know, oh, oh. it's still a much more fascinating watch, but it's a terrible film. What can you do? Uh, mm-hmm. The Happening, of course, M Night Shyamalan's The Happening. Yeah, that was bad. Um, Hacksaw Ridge, which I really hated, <laughs> even though it was nominated yeah. for an Oscar, we did it because of that. Resident Evil: The Final Chapter. Oh, uh, that's unfair. Aliens vs. Predator Requiem. Yeah. Halloween 6. No! Whatever that is. Yeah, it's uh, bad, actually, yeah. Mother of yeah, Tears, which... Bad, yeah. Mother Ooh, of Tears, yeah. which is the Dario Argento sequel. To <laughs> yeah, Shazam. that was a bad one. And the most recent was one was bad. Adam's Family Reunion, which we just did a, a few weeks ago. Uh, so in terms of the, the the highest rated one of those in, in like by the rest of IMDb is Hacksaw Ridge. So uh, I'll go with that one. That's the I worst forgot as well. <laughs> uh, God's Not Dead. Those ones are really Ooh. bad. Uh, why are they not on my one list? I must have given two. <laughs> mm. I think, I know this will be of interest to our listeners. I think my worst Bond film we've done so far is on Her Majesty's Secret Service. I gave that three stars out of ten. Uh, Sol, any, any Sol? more you want to add? No, i just take Resident Evil Apocalypse. I mean, God, God's not dead. Touch some ethical buttons as well. But... <laughs> yeah, of course, yeah. <laughs> I think worst Bond uh, film for me was Thunderball, from what I remember. Not massively controversial, that one. What's the, what's the most... I'm just trying to think of how to phrase this. The most we as a group have disagreed with popular opinion. Ooh, the most like... Oh, right. Yeah. Because I know we kind of slagged off Godfather Part 2. Yeah, uh, we were we were pretty bit. lukewarm on The Shining very recently. Yeah. This episode true. might beat that episode to air. Who knows? But I think we were fairly fair on that one. Uh, like you said, mm. The Godfather was quite fair blade runner we weren't yeah that's true overwhelmingly the classics we have about. slagged off yeah i think uh, um in terms of like us liking films that um haven't fared well under public opinion like alien covenant i remember us all being very oh positive yeah as a, i think i was the weakest on it, yeah okay yeah but i stand by that i love alien covenant i think it was great blair witch as well comes to mind as uh mm. That's, yeah, that yeah, is a bit yeah. of an opinion splitter, isn't it? I, yeah, I stand by. Yeah, that. I, I, I think Blair Witch has always been quite a, um, 
a litmus test for the kind of film goer you are. I think it's <laughs> yeah. And we, we, I just want to say we we gave a good positive review to the Blair Witch Project before we managed to get an interview with the director. It's <laughs> 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 just by chance, but we do we did do yeah. an interview with the director as part of that episode. Of course, you can get all our back episodes at dimreturns.com or through your normal podcast. Feed. It's all right, Alan. This is this just goes out to the Patreon listeners. They they don't need us to keep hitting at home. We were quite positive about Pacific Rim Uprising, actually. Both you and I were... Yeah. I, lo- I loved it, and you actually liked it, which was yeah. against... Which the type opinion. of film it is is not, yeah, not my yeah. sort of thing, really. It was John Boyega got me through it. Uh, right. Shall we have one more? Yeah. For now, let's have a look. This comes from... Republicunt via Twitter. Yes, <laughs> I, I believe that's uh, is that an Italian name? <laughs> <laughs> uh, top five westerns of all time? Question mark. Westerns. Ooh. I don't know if I've seen five westerns. <laughs> yeah, westerns are uh, quite um, niche. Hmm. Way out west. Ooh. <laughs> my 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 westerns list is gonna be. Like Back to the Future, Rango, <laughs> uh, probably something with zombies in it. Let me have a look. Okay, um, I'm just looking at a list of Western films, and I've hardly seen any. I've seen The Searchers. That's like a proper Western, and that's yeah, a really good film. Yeah, The Searchers is very good. I'm gonna give you my top five. I I happen to keep okay. a list of my favorite westerns on IMDb. Of I keep a do. lot of lists. We're we're nerds. We we do this shit. Alan <laughs> pretends like he doesn't, but he's worse than I am because my <laughs> lists are like. My lists are like, oh, what are my favourite ones? Whereas Alan's are just like, what's every single film that won <laughs> Academy Award for acting? Yeah, exactly. Yours list? are based on opinion, mine are based on fact. Yours are just like, you could go on Wikipedia, but instead you put them all on IMDb yourself. <laughs> like, for no reason. That's <laughs> because I want to keep track of the ones I've seen. So tell me if you think any of these don't count. But my top five Westerns are, <laughs> number five, The Man Who Shot Liberty Valance. Valance. Oh, yep, Western, yep. Yeah. Mm. yeah, it's a good That's great. Great film. John Ford, Jim, Jimmy Stewart, John Wayne. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's good. Mm-hmm. Lee Marvin. Uh, number four, Westworld. Ooh. Ooh. Hmm. Bit controversial. Yeah. I think it counts. Yeah. Oh, it counts. I think it definitely counts. Yeah. Number three, Back to the Future Part 3. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah good uh, number two, Unforgiven. Yeah. That Clint Eastwood. Yeah. Oh, it's good, yeah. Unforgiven. I love Unforgiven. That's a I great film. Years, mate. Neither have I, actually. Maybe we'll have to do it. Uh, and my number one pick... Now, this one I'm not sure if it counts or not. The Gold Rush? Charlie, Charlie Chaplin. Chaplin. Yeah, is that a Western? He's a prospector <sighs> a in the Klondike. Um, yeah, I guess. Uh, yeah, I mean, what's what's the classification, really? I don't know if it counts or not. We, we lived with um, a guy called Connor, and he was making it very adamant that a Western could only have been a film made in, like, a certain period of time. And it was, I think like, his from... criteria were for spaghetti Westerns, but yeah, he was adamant that that was what a Western was. It uh... had to be, like, shot in Italy between, like, 1940. And then Quentin Tarantino made Django Unchained, and it all went out the window, and he <laughs> loosened up a bit. Well, if that one doesn't count, I'll have Puss in Boots at number five. (laughs) No Country for Old Men's on this list that I'm looking at. Oh, that's not a Western at all. Um, If I can go next, this is in no particular order, but I'm not a Western fan, so um, I guess way out West, that counts, surely. Um, The Man Who Shot Liberty Valance, I think that's fantastic. Um, The Searchers is probably there. Haven't seen it. Oh really? Oh, it's it's good. It's like a proper classic. I know, it's, it's one of those real blind spots in my uh, film viewing. Yeah, 
Did we say that Django Unchained is one? I, I'd say it counts, yeah. All right, then, mm. that one. Um, and... What about Cannibal the Musical? I've never seen it. Uh, it probably Cowboys and Aliens. It's not, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, actually, no. I, I would much the rather watch Back Jesus. Back, I would actually much rather watch Back to the Future 3 over that. So, yeah, Back to the Future 3 as well. <laughs> yeah. Alan? Uh, I haven't got a specific list. So, uh, I must admit, nothing's jumping to mind in terms of what are my in terms of my top films. I mean, the the Dollars trilogy, they're all solid. Uh, you know, Good, the Bad, and the Ugly. Eh. I liked the I did the Treasure of the Sierra Madre is more. That's another prospector's one, but yeah, that's my next one down after Puss in Boots. Big fan. Yeah. Well, not big fan. Fan. Yeah, <laughs> none of these. I must admit, none of these are jumping out as like, oh, these are going to be in my favorite ever list. But yeah, westerns a weird genre, right? I when I was younger, I I was very much like I love all film genres apart from Bollywood and westerns. I think were like the two that I wrote off, and <laughs> there was just something about the western aesthetic that didn't excite me. And as I've grown older, I've really come round on the whole western thing. I've I've, mm. I've come to appreciate how great westerns can be. But I think it's because I watched a lot of shit westerns, and then I started realising, oh, you can put a robot in it. It was those genres that they just churned them out, yeah. I think what annoyed me is that why is that a genre? And like that western is considered mm. like a fully-fledged genre, along with action and comedy and horror. But you, you don't think of, you know, period drama mm. in the same way, or... or Films set specifically in the future, or I mean, the, the I mean, the main reason that so many got made was because all the studios were based in Hollywood, and these just these big, vast, open plains were a twenty-minute drive away, so it was very easy to go <laughs> and shoot some epic stuff. Oh, um, Tremors Four. Oh, that's on my list actually. Oh, very I'll good take choice. out very good um, choice. take out Back to the Future Three for that. What about Butch Cassidy, Alan? Do you like that one? That's a classic. True Grit. The Coen Brothers remake seems like your sort of thing. I I, I was all right with the with the True Grit remake, but again, not gonna jump up into my best ever films list. No. Butch Cassidy, it's all right. It's been a while since I've seen it. What about um, There Will Be Blood? Does that count? I wouldn't say so personally. Sort I think that's like No Country for Old Men. It's it's set yeah. in the Old West, but it's not like really very. I don't know. I don't know. It's 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 a hard genre to pin down, isn't it? I... Yeah. Shane was always a bit of a favourite. You don't like Casa de mi Padre, where Will Ferrell does the whole film in Spanish, <laughs> and that's the joke. That's the entire joke. Yeah, I've never actually seen it, to be honest, so I can't slag it off too much, but I imagine it's annoying. <laughs> I don't think you'd like it. <laughs> All right, well, that that was three questions. The Searchers, there you go. I'll go with The Searchers. They, they were three questions sent in by you guys listening. Thanks for that. We'll we'll maybe do some more of this in the future. Why not? Keep keep questions coming if you want. Uh, I'll just keep adding them to the pot and and uh, we'll pick them out. Hope you enjoyed that. Bye. Thank <laughs> you. Bye. Oh, that was that was alright, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, Best one ever. Think of that, Alan. <laughs> Top quality stuff. Well, if you really like that, we've got two. We've got two more Q and A minisodes just like that. In fact, one of them's not just like that. One of them, we got our listeners to actually send in voice recordings of themselves asking the questions. It's even better than that one. And like I say, there's all sorts on there. Patreon.com forward slash Dim Returns. Uh, and we'll be back soon. Any other business, guys? I just want to say thank you for the years, guys. Aww. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
<laughs> don't treat this like it's a last thing. I mean, I've already left once before. I'm, I'm amazed that you, <laughs> you guys. Um, <laughs> well, no, it never, never left. Um, really, I never left, as James Bond would say. Yeah, I'm amazed you guys have done it. I mean, I know that you went down to fortnightly um, a little while ago, but uh, yeah, it's a it's a lot of work, and particularly the editing of these things is it's yeah, it's, yeah, it's right, brutal, yeah. um, as well as the research and the viewings that you need to do and stuff because oh, yeah. you want to be well informed for the um, the discussions. So I think it's amazing, really. But I think that yeah, for quality over quantity, as it were, I think yeah, that's, that's the um, idea. Yeah, yeah, it's a good idea, good plan. So yeah. Come back, come back soon.